On this edition of the Iowa Business Report. The messages of, I'm a strong woman and I'll get through this and I just got to power through it, are actually keeping us from our own answers. It's a concept that may sound simple in theory, but putting it into practice takes some work. If you file sales, use, and withholding taxes in Iowa, you've had to learn a new computer system. And in our business profile, we'll talk with a professional communicator whose life experiences have shaped her work with clients. This is the Iowa Business Report for the second weekend of February 2022. The Iowa Business Report is a copyrighted production of Totally Iowa Media, which is solely responsible for its content. For more, click on the radio programs button at totallyiowa.com. Here is Jeff Stein. How can you maximize your efforts so you can maximize results? Or refocus to help you find clarity in setting your course? Debbie Peterson is a speaker, trainer, and mindset strategist who founded Getting to Clarity to provide motivation for professionals so they may reach their potential. She will be presenting at a virtual event sponsored by Women Lead Change later this month. I asked Debbie Peterson how her path got her to this point. Oh, how I got to this point. Well, the short answer is um, I hit the wall. (laughs) The longer answer with a little bit of a story that goes with it is that in my corporate life, I was the woman behind the man and I was really, really good at it. Until this feeling came along that said, you are capable of more. What the feeling didn't do is tell me how that was supposed to happen. And so that was part of the problem, having this feeling that wouldn't go away. You know, you're meant to do more, you're meant to do other things, but what does that really mean? And so my answer at the time was to become perfect in every single area of my life, because I thought if I did more, if I did better, if I showed up in a bigger way and I was perfect, that that must be the answer. What that got me was being on high blood pressure medicine, migraine medicine, and anti-anxiety medicine by the time I was 40. And I knew that is not the way I wanted my life to go. You know, interestingly enough, if anyone follows professional development, one of the sayings that often is said is that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And so it was a very similar thing for me in being that stressed out, because what I did find out is that I was the one who was creating the stress, who therefore needed the blood pressure medicine, the migraine medicine, the anti-anxiety medicine. It was all coming from me. So I was the most in my own way. So that was hitting the wall. And what happened next was very interesting. I guess I must have been ready and the teacher did appear. The goal that you had of perhaps I should do better, I have more to offer, Mm -hmm. etc. The goal was absolutely fine. It was the method that you took that you thought would get you to the goal. And that's where, as you say, you hit the wall and it was time for something else. Yeah. You know, what I have come to understand and as women or as professionals, when we are willing to be open and share with other professionals, we realize just how unique our journey is and how similar it is to others. And so stereotypically, I'll make a statement. And and that is that Women tend to be really, really good at multitasking, at getting a lot of things done. They are juggling a lot, um, especially in light of the past two years. 
However, what happened to me and what I see happening, you know, my audience members and clients, coaching clients and things like that is that we have very all or nothing thinking in that it's our responsibility to take care of everyone and everything else. And that's not in fact true. So what happened next for me was that I found clarity on my way forward. So having that goal of focusing on everything was a recipe, in fact, for stress. And I found it out the hard way because I wasn't paying attention to the signs. So, you know, there are signposts along the way that will give us indications of our direction and how we're doing and if we're open enough to receive them and pay attention to them. So, in fact, part of it was the goal. I thought I had to be everything for everyone. I thought I had to be perfect in every area of my life. You know, the perfect size, working out like a demon just to stay in the clothes, you know, from last year and the perfect wife and the perfect, you know, housekeeper. I mean, especially in this HGTV world with, you know, Insta everything, you compare yourself and you keep telling yourself you're falling short. Not all goals are yours. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. And almost by definition, when you are multitasking, when you are taking on so many things, it's almost impossible to find clarity because everything is competing with one another for time. It's very hard to separate out what you really need to in order to have the focus and clarity that you discuss in your sessions. Yes, yes. And so the the interesting thing is when I hit the wall and I ended up going to a training around mindset, that is what illuminated that, holy cow, I am the one who's the most in my own way. I am the one who is creating the stress and I don't have to. That was a game changer for me. It propelled me on a journey that led me to where I am today in figuring out, you know, the power of the mind, taking courses, taking workshops, reading, researching about how we can create a different reality for ourselves. And the gift that was given to me literally was clarity. It is my word. It is my book. It is my system. It is what I give people. I don't know why I can do it, but I just can. In the middle of the night, getting to clarity was on my mind when I woke up and I went down and the URL was available. And that was the beginning of the company and and my journey. It's one of the more difficult things, though, is it not? You can go to a workshop Mm -hmm. and you can understand in your head what you should do. But when you've made commitments, when you have obligations, when you're trying to balance family with a career, and as you Mm -hmm. note quite accurately, the last two years has opened that up for realization, it's kind of hard to hit the pause button to get to clarity for some. If someone dialogues with you after hearing the message, believing the message 100%, but saying, okay, how do I get to clarity? How do I hit the pause button? Not as easy as it sounds. Yeah. First of all, it is a journey. It is not a one and done. It is a process Mm -hmm. and it requires your participation. And so what happens is that in our lives with everything that's going on, we end up taking more on, we keep busy. There's something that's perhaps pulling at us. There's a thought that keeps popping into my head. I don't have time for that. I don't want to go there. You know, the messages of I'm a strong woman and I'll get through this and I just got to power through it. You know, suck it up, buttercup. I use that one on myself are actually keeping us from our own answers. All our answers are inside, inside of us and, and our own answers. So if you're willing to be open to tap into them. When I speak and when I coach, it's not about me telling anybody what to do. It is asking the right questions 
that you start getting your own clarity, that you start getting your own answers, that you are willing to open that door and walk through it of establishing a relationship with your own inner guidance, your own inner wisdom, your own unconscious. But it requires you being willing to go there. But instead, we don't want to go there. We shop to avoid. We binge TV to avoid. We drink alcohol. We eat to avoid. When actually it is coming back to our center and what's inside of us. That's where you find clarity. Debbie Peterson will be leading a workshop on career roadmaps on February 24th from 8 until 10 a.m. The virtual event is sponsored by Women Lead Change. For more information, go online to wlcglobal.org. We spoke via Zoom on Tuesday, February 8th. Still to come, new ways to pay online and a business profile of Iowa's Storyteller. You're listening to the Iowa Business Report. If you or a farmer you know is experiencing FOMO, The Iowa Soybean Association's Innovation to Profit Conference, powered by the Soybean Checkoff, will eliminate your fear of missing out. Benefit from cutting-edge agronomic research and pencil out the ROI of every acre you plant. Join us February 17th at the FFA Enrichment Center in Ankeny, near DMACC. There's no cost to attend, but seating is limited. Reserve your spot now at IASoybeans.com. The Iowa Business Report is presented by the Iowa Waste Reduction Center, sponsors of an energy policy workshop to be held in Des Moines on March 24th. For more information on business energy efficiency or to register for the workshop, go to iwrc.org. You have no doubt made the switch already for your business if you are responsible for paying sales tax, withholding tax, or use tax. The old way of filing such reports and submitting payment online, called e-file and pay, went away as of February 4th. Now, Iowa business owners and business tax filers use GovConnect Iowa. The new system incorporated all the old accounts and information in a new user-friendly format that the state says will simplify filing and paying your taxes. GovConnect Iowa launched on November 15th of last year. The Iowa Department of Revenue and other state agencies created the portal to simplify the tax filing and paying process and for registration and renewal of certain business licenses and permits. It's a multi-year project. Future rollouts will simplify processes for corporate and individual income taxpayers. Coming up, A sole proprietor who tells stories. You're listening to the Iowa Business Report. Where can you find eight different museums and art galleries within one walkable square mile? Why, in Waterloo, of course. Waterloo, Iowa is home to the Sullivan Brothers Veterans Museum, the Dan Gable National Wrestling Museum, the John Deere Tractor and Engine Museum, the Waterloo Center for the Arts, and more. Which begs the question, why not Waterloo? I'm Mayor Quentin Hart, inviting you to Waterloo. Come for a visit, stay for the great quality of life. Look us up at cityofwaterlooiowa.com. Support for the Iowa Business Report comes from the Iowa Business Council, a nonpartisan, nonprofit organization working to elevate Iowa's economy through leadership, research, and advocacy. Learn more and review their list of legislative priorities at iowabusinesscouncil.org. 
In this week's Business Profile segment, you'll meet Darcy Malsby, owner of Darcy Malsby & Company. She works as a writer and marketing consultant from her rural Iowa home. She's built a successful career, but it started out as anything but easy. Well, I run my own marketing communications firm, and I tell people this is the product of a kind of a three strikes and you're out situation when I started off my career in corporate America, because I did work full time for others for about six years after graduating from Iowa State with a journalism and a history degree. And I loved my jobs, but it just seemed like things weren't quite working out the way I had planned. I had some verbally abusive bosses the first go round. And then long before there was Me Too, I had the sexual harassment issue with a boss at job number two. And then the third job was just a good old-fashioned layoff when the cash burned through too much angel investor money and a dot-com floundered. So, so I thought, well, I've got six months of unemployment. I've always kind of had this dream of hanging out my own shingle, but I was never brave enough to make that leap. And here was the perfect opportunity. So I said, you know, if you can't get anything legitimate going here within six months when the unemployment runs out, then I'll get serious about really working in corporate America again. But I was fortunate. I had a neighbor at the time who was a marketing director for Iowa Realty, and she needed some freelance work done. So I did some writing for her, and one project led to the next, and here I am today. There are a number of experiences there in what you describe that would undoubtedly deter someone from going forward. In other words, okay, this field must just be filled with uncertainty, bad people, et cetera, et cetera. What was it that said to you, I still want to do this, I still want to communicate, I still want to tell stories, I still want to do what I'm good at? What was it that led you to push forward as opposed to just simply saying, I'm going to try some entirely different line of work? You know, that thought never even crossed my mind, but that's a perfectly legitimate question. I think it goes back to one day at my very first job out of college, I was looking at the bulletin board where it had basically the pay structure. They didn't have actual salaries on it, but basically the pay structure of how long you'd have to stay there to move up the chain. And it, I just knew real fast that if I stayed in this particular company where people like to stay for years and years, which was great, wasn't good when you're in your early 20s wanting to rise up. And I always felt like I had a lot more to offer the world than just being stuck in some low-level job waiting for my chance years in the future to actually use my talents more. So I think that's what drove me, that I knew there was a great need out there for someone who could tell businesses stories effectively in a clear, compelling, concise way. And I didn't want to wait around till I was old and gray before I'd get the chance to do that. You've also taken your background, fifth generation Iowa farmer, and so you're using that to be even more informed as you tell client stories. I trust that helps as you develop a niche or a certain expertise, if you will. It really does. So I am blessed to live just a mile south as the crow flies from my family's century farm in Calhoun County up northwest of Lake City. We're out by Yetter. I always say everything's better in Yetter. So it's great to live in a time when you can have a thriving business from your home out in the middle of Yetter, Iowa, and no one thinks twice about your geography being a challenge. 
back when I was actually trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, my dad was raising hogs at the time and he had won a pork production award. Dad actually is the one that suggested, you know, maybe you want to do what this gal that came to visit me does. Because when he won this award, one of the ag magazines sent out a reporter to interview him and get some pictures and do this story. And I didn't even know jobs like that really existed. So when I went to Iowa State and decided I didn't want to be a veterinarian, which is what I originally thought I might want to do, and I go into communications, my dad's words kept echoing in my mind that maybe you should specialize in ag because a lot of kids don't grow up on farms anymore. Then I'm a child of the 1980s farm crisis when it was not cool and it was not encouraged to go into agriculture. But I liked the rural lifestyle. I liked farming. And I thought, you know, that makes a lot of sense because uh, communications field can be very competitive. And if I use what I already know, which is agriculture, I think there could be a good niche. And so that's worked out really well. To the point of technology now, What you're doing could not have been done 10, 15, 20 years ago because the ability that we have to have this conversation miles apart with very good quality audio is a fairly new undertaking. Do you find that it was a perfect storm in terms of timing to allow you to do what you really wanted to do? Yeah, it really was. I feel very blessed, very grateful to live in a time when internet connectivity is what it is even out here in these rural areas because you're right back when I was in high school and starting college for all practical purposes if you wanted a job in communications you probably were going to have to go to at least Des Moines probably Chicago New York any of the big cities if you really wanted to have a good career and now it's just crazy because Uh, Where I'm at, and because of my specialty, which is agriculture, although I do serve companies outside of ag as well, but with that niche, I have customers from all over the country that come seek me out just because I am in the heart of farm country. And obviously you can relate to the topic. You are a member of the audience as well, and so you can relate, and that helps in developing messaging. Is it the kind of thing where you're working even harder than if you were in some agency or in a bigger city. In other words, many small business people, and I can speak from my own experience, you say, well, it's good to be able to row your own boat, but you find that sometimes you just work many more hours because you're doing it for yourself, and there's a sense of ownership with that. Boy, isn't that the truth? You know, I just had the chance to go talk to a class of high school girls in the ag program here at the local school and tell them what my job is like and what I do. And I told them, sometimes people think, oh, you've got such a cool job because you're the boss and you can just take off and go on vacation or run errands or do whatever, whenever you want to. And I said, yeah, to a certain extent, that's true. But it also means if I take away hours or days now, I just have to work nights, weekends, because you have one boss at your job. I've got more like anywhere from eight to a dozen that I'm serving at any one time. And you're right. That sometimes means late hours. I've got one client that needed to have a press release go out really fast and time was of the essence. And I remember we were working on it together at about 930, 10 o'clock at night so we could get it out first thing the next morning. So that's the reality of the job. But I really love being able to help my clients 
tell their stories effectively. My tagline is, I help businesses find their wow stories and inspire people to dream bigger and revitalize rural America and change the world for the good. So that's a pretty inspiring line of work. And it's not going to be accomplished unless you work at it, and that's going to take a lot of hours. The other thing about being a small business owner, sure, you can take time off, but there's no revenue coming in. It's not like you get a paid vacation as you might when you work for someone else, and I imagine a lot of folks don't consider that either. Yeah, that's true. You know, I I always have mixed feelings when people want me to talk to their kids or they want me to talk to them about starting your own business and being an entrepreneur because it's great and there are so many advantages to it. But I think sometimes people look at me like I'm a Debbie Downer when I'm just telling you the reality of it because I didn't know all this going into it. I've learned the hard way sometimes. But growing up on a farm, I also knew that I was living and breathing entrepreneurship because that's what my dad did. That's what my grandfather did. You just, you work till the job got done. And so that work ethic has really served me well. I tell people I am truly a historian at heart. So I had the chance to start writing nonfiction Iowa history books around 2014, 2015. It's really one of the most profound, powerful business tools you can have to set yourself apart from the competition and cut through the clutter. Darcy Molesby of Darcy Molesby and Company, online at DarcyMolesby.com. We connected via Zoom on Thursday, February 10th. She is also a published author. To hear more about how that came about, listen to the full interview. It's an IBR Business Profile podcast. And that brings us to the close of this week's program. We're back again next week at this same time. In the meantime, you can listen to all or part of today's program by going to totallyiowa.com and clicking on the radio programs link. That's where you'll find podcasts of full interviews with many of the folks you hear on this program, including Darcy Malsby. They're listed as IBR Extras and IBR Business Profiles, and were also found on all the major podcast distributors, 19 now in all. The Iowa Business Report is presented by Advance Iowa, leading successful business, innovation, growth, and transitions. Search for Advance Iowa on LinkedIn and Facebook and get more at AdvanceIowa.com. We welcome your comments. Send them by email to radio at totallyiowa.com. I'm Jeff Stein. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a prosperous week. The Iowa Business Report is a copyrighted production of Totally Iowa Media, which is solely responsible for its content. For more, click on the radio programs button at totallyiowa.com.